I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. I'm mining right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wish that was me. <laughs> I wish I was getting me some diamonds, some redstone, some emeralds, all of it. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Shaking my head. Let me tell you about this podcast right quick, because as we start the official first episode of the new year, yeah, because this is, you know, we're recording this one in the new year, and uh, it, we got we got a new thumbnail, Ooh, so I'm hyped about that. Um, the format's clean. pretty much the same, uh, but besides that, uh, the, the little logo, or not the logo, but the thumbnails look different, which is pretty dope. It's all a uh, dark mode now. <laughs> it is. You, know, you go on Twitter, you click on dark mode. That's what the thumbnail yeah. like. That's the 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 uh, the way that you're supposed to interact on Twitter. Honestly. Yeah. True. If you're not on dark mode all the time, there's there's something wrong with you. So. I agree. But if this is your first episode, we do this every Sunday. We uh, mm-hmm. talk about what's been going on with us. We get into a main topic. We answer comments. And it typically goes anywhere from an hour to like three hours. So buckle in. <laughs> Go grab you something to drink. Buckle up. Yeah. yeah exactly. Be a little bit. Yeah. So, but welcome all you new people. And uh, for all the people coming over from 2018, hope you're uh, stuck along for the ride as well. <laughs> stuck along. Yeah. I hope you're stuck. You yeah. can't get hope out. You can't move. <laughs> They're not able to get out from here. Uh, yeah. I'm hype. I'm, I'm looking forward to the new year. I don't know if I established that enough last episode, but I'm looking forward to the new year. Yeah, mainly because it's actually 2019 now, and we're not recording this in 2018 yes. anymore. That is true. Yeet! That's very true. All right, so today's topic, um, obviously we're going to do other stuff before the topic, but today's topic is going to be all about how to not make your channel stagnant. Yes. Coming around 2019... People- coming around the new year you know people's yeah. channels starting to uh starting to wither away and you gotta you gotta get that spring cleaning in there so how are you gonna say hashtag relevant in today's society that's the exactly or is your channel woke <laughs> enough for 2019 <laughs> how woke are you right now <laughs> that's the real shit honestly well we'll talk about all that and how to how to stay relevant every year uh and how to keep your channel from uh feeling like a waste of time <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. But before that, we got to go into everybody's favorite segment. Oh, the one your week the one on segment? YouTube trademark. Ooh, the trademark. Yeah, you can't forget that trademark, right? You, it is impossible to. Cannot I forget agree. the trademark. But uh, it's, it's been a little bit more than a week, I think. Um, since we recorded, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but we have a lot more to talk about. I feel this time around, which is which is a good sign, because <laughs> usually we don't have much to say. But I feel like I got a lot done this week. <laughs> that I I did too. Uh, right. You know, I didn't get as many episodes out of my show like I was supposed to, but I got a lot done, which is nice. Yeah, so we'll actually have something to talk about and, and keep you guys invested uh. <laughs> throughout. Other than <laughs> I did nothing for a week. <laughs> Yeah, and, and again, just so that for for the new people, if there is any, considering it as a new year, um, every week we talk about our week on YouTube, trademark, uh, because one of the things that we like to do with this podcast that a lot of YouTube help podcasts 
and series don't do is give you our perspective throughout our YouTube journey um, as we try to become, you know, successful big boys on YouTube. There's mm. a... We, we, we like to keep that perspective there because not many people do that and it's, it's, it's pretty dope for us to keep track of all this too. Plus you get a little bit of the taste of the day-to-day stuff and not the, the flashy great topics that everybody talks about when they associate with mm. YouTube. This segment uh, is very like down-to-earth and real a lot of the times and so some weeks you get some gold mines and then other weeks you get like I'm depressed. <laughs> you never, <laughs> you, know? you never quite know what you're gonna get. It's always a lottery with this, but that's part of what makes the segment so fun. And I agree, it's that personal taste uh, that makes it cool, relevant, and interesting. So, that without is any accurate. further ado, uh, you want to go? Uh sure. I can go first. Yeah. So this past week, uh, the new year started basically, and I went was like, all right, new year, new me. <laughs> every every day we about to have a new episode of your everyday nerd. Let's get and this bread. <laughs> let's get this bread. And then uh Wednesday came along and I didn't have my video ready and so I was like, alright, we're gonna take another week. We can get this shit done. Mm-hmm. And uh tomorrow's a new week. <laughs> a new a new new episode of your everyday nerd comes out tomorrow. Um as of recording this, so I gotta finish that tonight because life's a mess. Um but that aside, I am, like, trying to do other things to make sure that these episodes come out like, like I want them to. Um, but I also edited my Patreon. Yeah. Which is something that I've been meaning to do for a while. And I finally, like, procrastinated everything else so that I could do that. <laughs> I put everything else on the back burner so that Patreon can get fixed. Pretty much. There you um, go. But I like the way it turned out. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff we could get into with that. That might be, like, a whole other episode of, like, crowdfunding and being yeah. a YouTuber and revenue stuff, but I don't know. Like, I guess I'll just ask this so we don't have to get too in-depth of it, but, like, yeah, what was, the, what was the biggest change from how it was before to how it is now? Before, it was kind of targeted towards Zack Snyder Productions as a whole, and then uh, my quote-unquote network, Lion's Honor, which... Mm-hmm. Um, has you know it's had a podcast it's had it has a gaming channel now it was originally a website um there's, there's just so many things that have changed with that atmosphere that i didn't want the patreon to be exclusive towards that anymore or towards uh just like my just Zack snyder productions as a whole because now we have your everyday nerd it's a you know quote-unquote daily show so i can make the patreon more targeted towards that it just it, it feels more niche like like we were trying to do at the channels this year um and so with that i've like changed all the reward tiers turned them more into like a subscription model rather than just a you can give me money if you like my content because a lot of people do that and right. i like the idea of giving something in return of your money and so my my favorite tier is the the seven dollar tier because it basically gives you new new episodes of the show early, um, which I got to be on top about, which is probably good, uh, and then a companion podcast to the show where every single week 
I started at the very beginning of the show, or in a sense, I started at the very beginning with the first episode, do a companion piece on it where I talk about maybe some stuff that didn't make it in the script, maybe uh, some more behind-the-scenes things, answer some questions from the community, and even bring on a guest every once in a while. Sure. So now you have a little bit more like extra bonus feature type stuff to the show uh, for those who really want to look for it. It's all there exactly. on Patreon. Exactly. Have you recorded the first episode yet or are you planning on doing uh, the podcast? I'm going to do yeah. that later in this weekend. Um, I see. Is the plan. Yeah. That's cool. the plan. I'm hype. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, the last big thing that happened this week, uh, I, I mentioned this to you a few months ago. I don't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast, though. But uh, Adobe, you know, the people that make Adobe Premiere and Photoshop and all that kind of stuff, they have a creative residency program that they do once a year. Right. And uh, essentially what it means is that they, after you apply, if you get in, you get a um, you get a salary for an entire year to like work on your own creative projects, and they give you like resources and extra money and um, like mentorship and all these like different things to like incentivize you becoming a creator because obviously becoming a creator is is hard if you don't have the money to do so because you're you know you're working another job and you're doing all these different things all the things that we've talked about on the podcast but. Um, I found out about this back in like probably August, September or something like that. And I like put in the email thing so they can notify me when the application is application just got sent out like two days ago. So I'm working on that. Um, I'm not going to do a little, instead of doing like a regular like article, like application, I'm going to do a video application and I'm just going to like literally make it like a Your Everyday Nerd episode. And Might as well. Yeah. Show them exactly what the show is. Show them why I want to do it and, you know, everything like that. And hopefully I get it. If I don't, it's experience. Um, but that would mean... It's a long shot. It's it's a very competitive thing. But if I get it, that'd be really dope. It would be really cool. I think you had brought it up like several episodes ago. Yeah. Like the idea of it, but... It's cool to see that it's actually coming along. Now we yeah, might I'm looking forward to it. It'd be dope. It'd be really dope. <laughs> I would not have to worry about paying bills. That's always I important. mean, you stop to pay them, but you know, yeah, definitely. And it means that like your everyday nerd episodes would happen regularly, like I want to exactly. <laughs> and this podcast would happen regularly, and you know all that kind of shit. But we'll see what happens. I'll let you hey, we're doing know. okay on that so far. We are. We are. We are. We had a little break, but we're back. We're, we're back, boys. We're back in town. You already know. Um. Other than that, we got we we did a meeting with the Lions on our gaming guys. Yeah, um, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about like two hours of nonsense, and then about like twenty minutes of actual, um, discussing the schedule and stuff for the new year. Uh, sure. slowly but surely trying to figure out, you know, how to make this gaming channel a success at some point. 
And it, right. it's just got to come down to like slowly getting there. It's not one of those things that we're trying to build up fast because we don't have the time to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But we, we sort of, uh, we kind of like everybody was able to get their grievances out and their issues out, which was cool. And then from yeah. there, we were able to move on of like, all right, what do we want to do with these show, these series that still haven't finished yet? And then after they're <laughs> done, what's the new stuff that we could end up doing? And so there were exactly. like little sections of like things to talk about and things to bring up. And everybody got to say a little bit of something here and there. So I, I don't know. I felt like we got a lot done. Um, I got a schedule planned out Agreed. for it that I'm going to put in the mod chat eventually. Not everything's figured out, but hopefully we can get that channel uh to sort of a state like this where we're able to keep on schedule and get a bunch of different series up. But I think above all else, what was the most important thing that we did was just understanding that like our communication skills hadn't been all that great. And that from here on out every month, we're actually going to be like meeting and talking about this sort of stuff, which I think is a huge step forward. Um, Even if the channel doesn't become like hugely successful or even if we don't like get, a huge feed video at the very least we'll be able to talk about it instead of hold it off for like another three months and then come back later so I think that's a good start oh I completely agree and like you gotta remember that these are like important skills to have regardless like communication with other people that you're working with and even though it's like really just a project that we're doing for fun like having that communication is still super important or we just don't know what what's what we're doing really especially with big group projects like that that we've come to find out a little bit too that like lines honor is more than we bargained for <laughs> a lot of the time yeah and, uh, at the very least we're, we're we're tackling it in a more responsible way to where it's like actually achievable so i agree i think i found a lot of like personal issues with it lately and it's a big part of it still does come down to like you know personal life being a pain in the ass and family stuff not going well and you know all of that but it, it's killed my motivation for the channel and I'm hoping to like regain that soon um, and that what ended up happening there was my communication ended up being horrible and I was like supposed to record an episode of Fire Emblem with Kyle for like three months in a row and it just never happened and it's like <laughs> completely on me and so, like, I've, it's really, I don't want to say humbled because it's like, I, I, you know, I understand that communication is important and all that kind of stuff, but I think it's just kind of put things in perspective a little bit more for me, uh, that, you know, I said I was going to do this, um, we created the channel together and if I'm not putting in a hundred percent, why would I expect it to go anywhere if no, you know, right. it, it, it kind of what it comes down to. We, we also kind of, all of us, sort of decided to uh, take a little bit more of that responsibility as well and not have it all be based on, on you, right? Because right. if something were to happen from your end, like we saw, uh, everything can come crashing down. So we kind of, <laughs> in this newer version of Lines Honor Gaming, we sort of did a better job at, like, splitting responsibilities and who records what and not overloading Zach with, like, four fucking series on top of your everyday nerd, like... Uh, we definitely were a little bit more realistic uh, this time around of being like, okay, what can we reasonably do? And who can reasonably <laughs> yeah. do what? And uh, granted, we're still waiting on like Jay's internet and a couple of series to be decided. But I think the version of it that we have now, where each person is responsible for like two series and nothing more, um, we, we all have a bit of a, a share in it now. 
and we all have a bit of like a stake in it and hopefully that'll help you out and it'll help the rest of us out as well for sure it, it was something that we didn't know was going to be an issue because I mean none of us knew that my life was going to get kind of crazy I didn't know that your everyday nerd was going to be created when we started this channel that's true um I, we didn't know that, I didn't know that I was going to be in four series at one time and think that was going to be an issue. I'd done daily Let's Plays for like five years. Yeah. So, <laughs> technically that shouldn't have been an issue, but it, it just ended up being like everything on top of everything, just being a little crazy. And it is what it is at the end of the day. Like, I'm glad sure. we've learned from it and I think we're going to be better off since we talked about everything. And hopefully in February you guys will see the results. So, yeah, look forward to that. Basically, we finally quit the Dark Souls Let's Play because <laughs> it just did not end up going as planned. Yeah, that's true. But it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad we had that meeting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, but else? anyways, I don't have anything else personally. I did the like group shit so what do you what do you got going on you so, put on a video this week especially. i did i did um it was really good so you may recall in the last youtube podcast i had uh, talked about that um by the time you heard this the first episode of back to the video games would be out and uh, i stuck to it mm-hmm. granted it was uploaded a lot later than i thought but that more so had to do with my internet than anything um, right but overall Man, what a learning experience, honestly. I had said in that YouTube podcast episode that I was going to be figuring a lot of it out as I was filming it, and that ended up being Mm. true. Um, There's still some things that I want to improve, and there's still some things that I want to work on, and I'm trying a little bit of new stuff in the second episode that I'm super excited about, but uh, overall, yeah, the first episode about Mario and Zelda I thought was a pretty good success, and I'm really, really proud of that video as a whole. I agree. I, I really liked it. There, uh, I was excited to see you do more like highly produced stuff and I'm really looking forward to more episodes of the show yeah and so this upcoming one by the time you're listening to this will already be out episode 2 about Smash Brothers Ultimate I uh, spent most of today actually filming the B-roll uh, of it which is something nice. I haven't done before but I figured hey I got a white table I got the game the controllers uh, some amiibo why not take some like fancy B-roll of all the stuff? Yeah. Um, and so I spent the day doing that. And then the main filming, I'll try to do tonight or in a little bit tomorrow and then edit it and upload it on Friday. So that'll be interesting. Uh, but that's the other th- big thing. Uh, this Thursday, I go back to school. So <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's one thing to produce this show when uh, you're at home and you have all the time in the world. But when you're back at school, that's a totally different thing. So the real test of all this is going to be like, will episode three come out on time? Uh, hopefully it will. The way I have the show <laughs> structured uh, kind of makes it that way, but e- you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I feel that. We'll, we'll try and go from there. But yeah, so far so good. I'm, I'm really liking it. And uh, I want to keep trying new things with it because I'm having so much fun uh, producing that first episode. It was just a whole new like learning experience. And the more of those I can have episode to episode, the better as far as I'm concerned. Oh, for sure. And that's going to be something that just continues to grow. Then you're going to continue to learn new things with it. And it'll get better and better. Yeah. Which is I nice. So. 
Um, aside from that, uh, the monthly Battle League channel is close to launching. The plan is to oh, yeah. upload one older video every week up until summer when season three will be started, and then we'll like do once a week um, style stuff on the monthly Battle League channel. And uh, season three will be kicked off in there. But uh, yeah, all the assets are ready. The videos are edited. Nice. Um, I'm just gonna wait to college so I can upload them on that better internet than having to do them here one at a time. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, they're edited completely. and ready to go. Lions Honor Gaming, we already talked about. Um, Aiden on Anchor is a thing, and it's back up again. I've uh, yeah. kept up to date with that for the past two Sundays now. So I managed to on time record two of those episodes and uh, put them out on Monday. Oh, we got so, episodes on already? Yeah, two episodes Hi. are out. Yeah. I gotta go check those out. Yeah, one for last week and then one uh, this week. They're 30 minutes long, and um, they come out once a week rather than once a day. But I'm finding that format works a lot better. And having to talk to yourself for 30 minutes is a bit of a challenge. Um, <laughs> especially when there's no visuals and when I can't move around and, and walk up and stuff like that. So <laughs> Right. That, that's been a, another unique challenge, but another fun one as well. Uh, I can talk about anything there, and I, and I tend to, and I love that freedom that I have with that show, so... I'm glad that started up. And apparently people are already watching it again, so I nice. bet they're glad to, to see that it's back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's alive. Right. Still Anchor, Anchor's a great platform. I, I I knew it would do well if I just started doing it again, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. For sure. So, but uh, I worked on a schedule for my channel that I'm still trying to figure out details with, but with college coming up, it's kind of like, all right, it's now or never type thing. What can I actually do? <laughs> Uh, we'll yeah. have to see uh, day at a time type stuff, but hopefully it'll all work out. I've had a lot of fun with what I'm working on so far. Um, I managed to keep up to date to all the promises that I made, and that's pretty much it as far as, nice. as far as stuff on on my end. I beat a I beat Tecmo Bowl on NES Online <laughs> too, so that was fun. <laughs> nice, that's so, a game. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of fun. It's a great. I need to play that soon for for a video. It's a um, good. Yeah, that's hype. Um, by the way, you mentioned Anchor being great. I wanted to talk about it right quick. Um, if you weren't familiar with uh, with Anchor, if you're listening to this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Google Play or Spotify or anything like that, Anchor is the podcast uh, platform that we upload these episodes to. Mm-hmm. And so every single time a new episode comes out on Sunday, I upload it to that. And then it gets distributed between all the platforms, except for YouTube, because that's a direct upload to to YouTube. Um, But what's great about Anchor is that it's got all the show notes. So you can go to anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. Um, Very simple. And also what's great about it is there are, um, there's a little place on there where you can give us money. That's pretty dope. It's pretty epic. Uh, but, but basically hopefully we're going to move into a, um, like I mentioned with the Patreon, I'm uh, doing more like subscription model stuff. I'd like to do more of that with anchor with anchor and this podcast. Um, but we have to like figure out, we have to like talk about that and figure out what we're going to do there. Um, but you can basically support us for $1, $5 or $10 a month through that. Um, I believe you can also like customize it. I don't remember off the top of my head, but if you would like to do that. You can do that, and then we'll shout you out in every new episode. 
of the podcast. Yep. Because you're a great so, person. <laughs> you're a, for real. You're epic. Hey, if you give... If you give me money, unless it's like under the pretense pretenses of wanting to like have sex with me, then you're pretty great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, fair enough. But uh, I, mean, that's... I wouldn't mind that stripper money though. Mm. Hey, like no judging. It's a no judge zone. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a no flex zone too. Remember stripper money would not be the worst thing in the world. I so. mean. <laughs> more money out there right now let's be honest you know um anyways <laughs> but that's enough for for our week on YouTube let's move straight into the um that main topic we yep this one was suggested to us by a uh, our good friend patient a while back ago actually um yeah a couple months ago so we're finally getting to him but the main topic that as she quoted it stopping your channel from stagnating um, yeah. typically on this podcast, we like to focus a lot on like newer channels and just starting out and like uh, channels who are, who are new and in the fresh of things. Cause we've experienced that and we've lived through that. This one is more based on to the channels that have been around a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so for you newcomers out there, this episode isn't directed toward you, but I'm sure you'll get some good advice here anyway. Uh, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of YouTube channels nowadays, whether from burnout or, loss of creative passion or turning your hobby into a business or 8 million different factors. Um, <laughs> your channel can sure. somehow stagnate. Your videos can end up doing worse. You can lose a fan base and uh, you might end up hating YouTube by the end of it. So we're going to try and help you out and be like, yo, it's not the end of it. Uh, Papa Zach and uh, Daddy Aiden are here to uh, come yes. in and save the day. So. Yes, indeed. I, I do want to, you know, say the caveat that uh, everybody qu- hates YouTube at one point. That's true. It is. <laughs> it is a common, well-known fact that uh, hating YouTube is part of the process. Um, at least one both time. the platform and the process. <laughs> so that is, and, and if you don't hate YouTube, then you're not doing it right. Right. Or you will later. Right. <laughs> or you will at some point. You just, you you're just, you're still early. Still early in the game. Yeah. But it, I, but yeah. I it's a little bit cynical, right? It's a little bit of a sort of a cynical uh, episode. <laughs> you it's know, not, not a very happy one. <laughs> every every prophecy comes true. And uh this is this is just one of those prophecies that like you're gonna hate YouTube and there's nothing you can do about it. But you can like you can't prevent it. <laughs> but you can manage it well and handle it well. And that's basically what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a good point that you mentioned there. It's just like, you can't really prevent it a lot of the time. Um, mm. Even if you're on top of your YouTube channel and you like manage the ins and outs and they're like ruthlessly going through the schedule and checking on views and watch time and all that sort of stuff. Stagnation can hit at any time. <laughs> Stagnation yeah. can hit you from any angle. One day you'll feel fine and love what you're doing. And the next day you'll feel like shit. And then for some people, like, they could go a whole two years without even noticing that their channel's been stagnating. And, oh, here it is on your front door. Uh, hey, <laughs> your channel sucks. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, it, it can feel a lot of the time almost like a surprise factor. Like, a, whoa, how did I get here? I thought I was doing everything right. Like, what happened? And that and that's legitimately scary. Nobody likes that feeling. Um, Definitely. Nobody likes being surprised like that. 
By the way, uh, stagnation can come in a couple of different forms. It can come in my channel's not growing in views, just mm-hmm. kind of plateaued, uh, which isn't the end of the world. I don't think that's the end of the world unless you're very, very small. Um, it can also come creatively, like you feel like you're, you're doing the same exact things over and over again and nothing's changed. Um, that can that can be upsetting. Uh, but other than that, um, I guess let's go into what makes a channel stagnant. Like how do sure. you how do you get there? I think like it's a little bit important to note that like from the viewer perspective, stagnation is something that I feel like is different from the creator's perspective a little bit. Mm. Either because mm. of the YouTube culture or the comment section. It feels like uh, that side of things is, is a bit more negative and is a bit more willing, too, to uh, point out <laughs> stagnation a lot of the time. Um, even if, as a creator, you don't feel it or notice it because you're so wrapped up in, in your own content, right? Because you're so mm. wrapped up in your own process. But, like... Viewers will notice stagnation, and that's one thing. But if you're the creator and you're noticing stagnation, like that's a totally different ballgame, for sure. That's true, and I, I think that's why it's important to, like we've talked about it before, but like reading your comments. Sure. That's super important. And um, you can kind of see these like telltale signs of your channel stagnating if people are like, hey man, this video felt like the same video that you posted yesterday. I'm getting bored with your content. Things like that. Like if, if there are multiple people that are genuinely like feeling feeling like all of your content is the same or there's some things that you you just haven't changed any of your content for a while. Like these are different signs that can, you know, cause your channel to be stagnant. A lot of people will like the version of this that I see a lot is is the people that have gained an audience and gained like a little bit of popularity and then Mm -hmm. using that decides to turn their entire channel into that one thing and then a year goes by and nothing's different and then pretty much milk that idea into the ground and the people that came to you for that fresh and original idea are now off looking somewhere else or or wishing that your, your content was new and original again but like there are definitely some new YouTubers out there that like as soon as they see any form of success like drive it into the ground and then like what you're left with is um i guess not a whole lot (laughs) nothing really (laughs) yeah well and and it's it's because youtube has created this place where like that's the thing you're supposed to do if you make a video and it does really well way better than all of your other videos then you should probably make a video that's similar to that and oh, if it's doing well, then maybe you should turn this into a series. And next thing you know, you have an entire channel dedicated to Fortnite. <laughs> and uh, a year and a half later, your channel's going to die. <laughs> All right. Right. Is there it's, a secret Fortnite channel we don't know about, Zach? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I don't have a Fortnite channel. Fortunately, fortunately, that is not a thing. <laughs> is, um, is, is Zach Snyder Fortnite? <laughs> Some channel I can hey, find right now if I Google it. Don't, uh... Don't don't tempt me, man. Mm, that'd be cool. Fortnite on uh, Lions on our gaming coming tomorrow. 
But right, like, I, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> for sure, is that YouTube conditions you to think that way a lot of the time. Mm. What will end up happening is you'll end up turning something like a passion into something you have to do seven days a week because you're trying to cater to this imaginary audience that you think likes the same stuff over and over again, right? And there's definitely something to be said for consistency. We've talked about that before. There's definitely something to be said for, like, having a schedule and not changing things up too much and, you know, uh, give the audience what they expect, that sort of stuff, things we've talked about. There's also something to be said, though, for being willing to change things up at a moment's notice uh, for your own sanity and for your channel's content as a whole. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's complicated. Um, I, I think the best way to like rectify the, these issues is when, when I created the show Your Everyday Nerd, one of the things that I was concerned with was this is going to be a daily show eventually and I'm going to format it the exact same way every single day. How do I make sure that this doesn't stagnate? <laughs> This was an issue that I was thinking of, right? Because that happens. It happened with me when I did Let's Plays for like six, seven years. Like, I felt like every single video was basically the same. I was not having as much fun with it anymore. And the, I, I had no way to like... Wh when I finally found ways to reinvent it, it, was, it would end up being too much work because I was working on bigger projects. Mm -hmm. So when I was thinking of Your Everyday Nerd, I tried to find the ways that I could, you know... Make sure that I could put this out daily, but also make sure that it doesn't stagnate. And one of the things that I've realized was that a show like that can always evolve. I can always add new graphics in there. It'll make it like a like a version 2.0 of the show at, at some point. Um, as the production quality gets better, the videos will get better. I can work more on the scripts and make them funnier and more entertaining. I can since it's about all different types of nerd culture, I'm able to talk about so many different things that keeps it from stagnating. So it was, it was really one of those things that I wanted to make sure that I don't feel creatively stuck, but also that the audience doesn't feel stuck. You're right. And I think with the show like that too, there's not many absolutes to hold you down. Like the one thing right. in common with every everyday nerd episode is, Nerd culture and you, right? right? If one of those two things aren't there, then it's not an episode of your everyday nerd. But right. you can make all kinds of videos with just those two things and turn it into like 30 different like wacky and insane ideas or even more or 100 or like right. 300 or however many you want. Because like you're not requiring yourself. You're not tethering yourself down. You're not creatively limiting yourself. You're asking for two very easy things, you and nerd culture. And whatever else you do with the remaining 10 or so minutes and how you format it and structure it and what jokes you add and humor and music and all these sort of variables and intangibles, you can do whatever you want with it, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So long Absolutely. as those two things are there. Um, and a lot of other series, I know, will go the opposite way and fall into that trap where, like, the format has to be like this. Each video has to be structured like this. Each video has to be this long. Um, this joke has to be made because it's a running gag. Um, <laughs> these segments have to keep popping up for certain characters or uh, certain things or whatever. And then, like, by the end of it, you have, like, maybe one or two things to add of creative note. And then the video's out. And, like, well, you know, what are you left with? Right? Uh, like, it's a video. 
It's a video. Okay. But it's the same one ten times in a row. And so it can be hard right. with series to find that balance of creative freedom and, and audience retention. But I feel like the way you've done it is a good sign or a good, or a good lesson to follow. Yeah, I, I, I've i realized over the last few months that a lot of YouTube creators that I watch on a regular basis, like the creators that I don't miss an upload, there's, there's quite a few that are like that. I've started to miss uploads lately because they feel too samey and mm-hmm. I'm not as excited about watching a new video and I don't want to mention like specifics because I don't think it matters but sure. like there, there are there are channels that I used to watch every single day that I'm now skipping videos because I feel like it's the same thing that I watched yesterday and it sucks like that that sucks as a viewer because I want to support you know that creator and you know, that's that's why we're talking about like different ways that you can combat you know combat this because it is a really real it's it's a very real issue. Sure, and it's part of the reason too that I think like um, for any of you into gaming, all those normal boots channels, uh, your Johns, mm-hmm. your Satchbags, your Completionists, your Peanut Butter Gamer, uh, even a channel like Scott the Laws, right? Like if we were to write all their their shows down on paper because that's what they are they're like a show that comes on every week and Definitely. all that sort of stuff you would find that a lot of them are, are relatively similar and simple they typically involve video games and that personality right a lot of them you can boil down to that uh pbg personality and video games uh mm-hmm. gerard the completionist like completing video games and his personality um scott video games and the personality and the reason, like, I like a lot of those shows and the reason that I think they're all still relatively fresh and interesting is because they can do whatever they want with video games and their personality and turn it into all sorts of different things to the point where a PBG video doesn't feel the same as a Scott video. Even though they have right. a good bit in common on paper, what they're able to execute, what they're able to do with the intangibles, the variables, their creative freedom, what they're able to do ends up with two wildly unique, wildly creative, and wildly funny videos. Um, we've talked about it before, but, like, the idea itself doesn't matter so much as the execution does. Like, Absolutely. anybody can do what you're everyday nerd. Anybody can do a back-to-the-video games. What makes it unique and interesting is the creative choices that we make and how we execute those videos. Um, and, that, and that's a, an interesting way of looking at it. Of like, if you're feeling stagnated, Find out how to how to change some of those variables up. Find out how to how to mix in new elements. You know, find out how to be able to experiment in a safe environment, um, rather than feeling obligated to make the same sort of content every week because nobody likes that. Right, and I think that brings brings us to like a really good point where you know the people that realize, hey, I'm feeling stagnant. I'm doing the same thing over and over again. How do I fix this? Uh, this gets to them into the point where they have to learn how to pivot. Yeah. They have to pivot their content. Sometimes that means creative decisions are changing. Like you said, you know, instead of sitting in this part of my room, I'm going to sit in this part of my room so that it looks different. And instead of making the same running gag I've made in the last 30 videos, maybe I'm going to come up with new original jokes. And instead of... You know, instead of talking about this specific topic exactly this way, I'm going to bring a different topic and just talk it in a, talk about it in a similar form, you know, similar format so that I can 
you know, not make the same content or not feel like it's the same content. Um, but some people have to pivot completely. Some right. people get stuck in a place like, like we said earlier with the Fortnite channel, like my Fortnite videos aren't doing too well now cause it's January, 2019. Uh, <laughs> what, what on earth can I do? Right. And I think the best way to like pivot is as soon as you figure out this isn't working and as soon as you figure out something else that you want to do instead of that, like literally pivot as fast as you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You're because, not, you're not committed yeah. to one idea forever. You know, you're not Absolutely committed not. to one YouTube channel forever. As an artist, as a creative person, you are not tied down to one thing forever, good or bad, right? And so that means right. that all good things must come to an end, which is sad. But on the plus side of yeah. that, if you have a project that you don't like and you don't care for, you can move on <laughs> and the world will have yeah. to accept it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, look at channels like PewDiePie. Right. He used to be mm, like 99% Let's Plays. And now he's 1% Let's Plays. Like, and he's the biggest creator on the platform. The fact that he was able to do that and not only, like, keep a decent part of his audience, but, but like, continue to grow even more, that tells you enough that it's, like, it's okay to, to change your content. John Tron did it. It's not the end of the world. Uh, John Tron did it, yeah. Brutal Moose did it by experimenting with, like, weird-ass food reviews. <laughs> You know, rather than covering PC games, and it ended up being like something amazing and original for him. Um, Lazy game reviews changes up his content all the time. Where like used to be just like PC game reviews, now it's like PC unboxings or weird technology tales or all sorts of weird stuff out there that you wouldn't normally see on YouTube anymore. And it it, it takes that sort of mind, that willingness to be able to change and pivot. That, that willingness to adapt, to change things right. up on a dime, right? Which which can feel scary for a lot of people. I understand that. Uh, it's probably even scarier if you have an audience of like 300,000 subscribers who, you know, watch your content every week. I imagine that can be a tough process to try to convert all of them over there. Um, but you have to be able to do it. And with YouTube's ever-changing environment, you're required to do it constantly. Um, right. You know. And if you're not, well, sorry. You know, YouTube doesn't care about you. The audience will find something else. Like, <laughs> if you're unwilling to change, people will move on, frankly. That, that With all the content that is out on YouTube and with all the better options that are out there, if you have a strength, you know, if you have something that makes you interesting and unique, um, use that, right? Absolutely. Or people will move on to something else. And you can't blame them for that either. Uh, but change is necessary. And I think it's important to realize, like, you don't have to make the change, like, super quick. Right. You can slowly get into it. You can keep your old content and then slowly move into it. You can also say, you know, I'm still going to be doing this content, but I'm going to start a second channel. You can do that. It's going to be a little scarier and not everybody will move over, but you might find that that channel ends up growing quicker because you already have an established audience. And if you're making the content that you like and some people move over, even if it's just a fraction of your community, like that means that they're going to be watching that content more than they watch your old content, meaning that both channels are going to do better at the end of the day in the algorithm. Right. So, you know, there's different ways that you can go about doing this. 
But it's just realizing that change is inevitable, and it's it's good. Change is good as well, you know? I think, like, even though the variety approach has definitely led to its own pitfalls and issues, one of the things that I am blessed with having a variety channel for as long as I did was I never did feel like in the first year of Blue Couch Productions or the first year and a half, to be honest, I, I never felt bored of what I was making. I never right. felt like I, I've reached a point where I have nothing to learn. I never reached a point where I where I felt like, well, no more growing opportunities here. Um, <laughs> and when that point inevitably did come, when questions on the couch and all these series were, were weighing me down and not helping, um, I made that decision and I moved on, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I am thankful for being a variety channel for that long. At least gave me an opportunity to try something new almost every day and have fun with it. Uh, even if it didn't do all that well, even if not every idea was a hit, <laughs> and even if some videos were very stupid, at the, at the very least, I, I was I'm very thankful that people stuck around uh, for that. So, yeah, same. I mean, I've experimented with so many different things in the last seven years. And to, like, finally figure out a show that I'm excited about and able to do every day. Like, that's dope. But what was what was also dope was being able to experiment and figure out, well, what do I like doing? What do I not like doing? And it was that experimentation and that change that allowed me to figure out something that I think works. You know? Yeah. I think that's just a strength of variety channels in, in general. Uh, oh, absolutely. Th- that they have that advantage toward them. That, like, they're not bound by one thing, you know? And I don't think niche channels have to be either, frankly. If, if what this conversation Same. is telling me is, is that, like, even if you do have a niche and even if you do focus on one thing, doesn't mean you can't experiment <laughs> or try new things, right? You absolutely Agreed. can. You just have to be willing to. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Um, one of the other things that I've seen with, like, people that have to pivot... Um, it, it it's when channels are like on the rise. These are these are like, well, I'll use Fortnite because it was just such a big thing last year. Like you make a channel, you do a lot of experimenting, you start making Fortnite videos, you're starting to get big from Fortnite videos, and it's working really well. But then you realize, oh shit, I don't want to be known for Fortnite. <laughs> And that that's a real thing. Like, is, like yeah. you realize I could very well be successful by doing Fortnite for the next three years, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel creatively. I don't want to, I don't want to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. This is how you prevent that stagnation. And, and that's when, again, like that's when you have to learn, okay, well now's the time to pivot. I need to, I need to change my content now. Do what I'm excited about. Do what I'm happy about now while I have an audience, while it's still growing, and hopefully the people that are with me are going to be okay with that. And again, you're going to lose some people, but you're going to gain some people too. And that's what's... A lot of people are scared of losing audience members. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like... Like some you should not be scared about at all. Because it, it literally... It, it happens. It's inevitable. <laughs> it is inevitable. Right. And It'll happen regardless when you're focusing on keeping your audience, you're going to lose more people that way. I think. Cause you can't please everybody, right? You can't No. You, you got to stick to your own strengths. You got to stick to your own guns with stuff like that. As hard as it can be. I think Absolutely. it's, 
I think it's safe to assume with your example there that there there is such a, a thing as like bad ideas, <laughs> at least with YouTube channels sometimes. Right. Like, the yeah, idea sure. in and of itself is only going to lead to a place of stagnation, even if you don't realize it right away, even if it doesn't hit you until you're into it. Eventually, right. you'll get there, um, which is part of the reason that like back to the video games and your everyday nerd isn't like a very topical thing. Right, it's a thing that could have came out last year. It's a thing that could come out twenty years from now. Right, right. <laughs> it, it's a show that can go wherever angle and can be made at like any time. Right, it would be different if let's say we were a channel focused on on one franchise or God forbid one game, uh, you oh. know, or yeah. like one piece of lunch meat or like whatever. Like however, <laughs> you, however you do your thing, it, sure. But like. If you're the type of person who hasn't made a YouTube channel and are still in the idea phase of it all, um, number one, like an idea is an idea. Don't spend forever on it. But like number two, like ask yourself, think to yourself, like, is this going to be something that I'm going to want to do two or three years from now? Right. And and that's, and that's something that like you have to ask yourself. Right. Uh, Nobody else can answer it for you. Nobody else can answer it for you. Like, do you honestly want to do YouTube for this long and do you want to do it on this thing <laughs> right um, right and you, you're willing to change and you're willing to change things up but I'm telling you if you're able to recognize that you have a bad idea at the start you could save yourself a lot of trouble <laughs> later down the road <laughs> that's all I'm saying <laughs> absolutely because you don't know 100% whether or not you're going to be successful at YouTube right and let's just say for the sake of argument that you come up with an idea, you marinated on it for months, you finally do it, and then in two weeks, your channel becomes successful doing the thing that you had an idea on. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to be okay doing that for the next five years? Because that's what you're signing yourself up for, unless you decide to make that change. And you know, like we've said, but if you're able to get, if you're able to, you know, not do that idea at the beginning because you don't like it as much. You don't you don't feel dedicated to it as much. You're just doing it because of the trends. Then don't do that. <laughs> you know? Right. There there are definitely some ideas not to get attached to and you very much can't change them. Um but if you know from the outset, like I said, you'll you'll save yourself a lot of pain later down the road, so. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the best channels out there are are the ones that come from people who legitimately love what they do. And have a passion for it and are willing to do it for the next five or ten years in some form or fashion maybe not even on YouTube right the people that right. are so dedicated to just like creating something no matter where it's at like those are the people that end up doing well not the people that come in on a trend not the people who see an opportunity to make money not you know people who think it's easy and then try to go into it or whatever like you know the people who love doing it will stick around the longest and uh you know, are probably more willing to change in general. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> if I had to take Most a guess. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think the more I think about like your everyday nerd, the more I'm like excited about it. And that excites me right there because I don't think I'll ever, you know, be in a place where I get tired of making it. And hopefully if I do get in that place, I can make different changes to it to continue to make it exciting to make, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I hope that for everybody. And maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe in a year I'll hate doing it. But who knows? 
if that happens, I can just change my content again, you know? And we'll talk about it. <laughs> and we'll talk about it. We'll be we literally spit an episode rebranding Zach's channel because he wasn't, you know, happy with what he was doing and wanted to change things. And I did the same thing yeah. later on. Like, you know. Exactly. I feel like we've proven at this point that, like, we are very much still in the process and uh, realizing that, hey, we're not in our best form of ourselves and uh, the content around that is, is subject to change at any time. Um just to be a little sure. bit more topical here, the Game Grumps recently did an, an update video where they had mm-hmm. kind of a, a different form of, of stagnation, more of a, an exhaustion, <laughs> uh, <laughs> more of a, a burnout type thing, which is not quite yeah. the same as stagnation, but they do have a lot of things in common, I felt. And we did do an episode on, on YouTube burnout, if you want to go hear that. But something I found fascinating is that they were, for the first time, changing up their schedule to not upload two episodes of Game Grumps every day. Um, mm-hmm. Instead, they had replaced it with, like, Game Grumps Animated or Stream VODs or, or whatever. But, like, the schedule that everybody had come to expect of these people, uh, the schedule that they were built on, right, is now right. suddenly changing. And why? To hurt the audience? No. To, to, to spite somebody? Not at all. It's because they literally got tired of doing so much of it on top of all the other shit they do, that they were going to literally get exhausted and feared that the content would suffer. And that takes a lot of, uh, it takes a lot of bravery to admit, you know, that takes a lot of self-awareness to see that far ahead, to be like, if we keep continuing on this path that we're on, you know, the show that everybody loves and enjoys is going to suffer because of it. And so we need to make a change now before we get to that point. And for a channel with 5 million subscribers and that big of an audience, uh, that can be a very scary thing to do. Um, (laughs) Oh, for sure. But everybody in the comments that I read were just happy to see them do it. And uh, they were appreciate that they were finally taking a break on that sort of stuff. <laughs> I, I think Which it was, was really sweet. It, it was an admiration from the audience as far as like, yeah, you guys deserve a break. Like, go do that. Like there was that. But then there was also like, I'm glad you're doing this because I haven't been able to keep up with your uploads lately. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel that as a viewer of Game Grumps, I don't watch all of their stuff. I, I watch pro I'm probably in the minority as far as like the amount of content that I watch on their channel, but I think I'm going to watch more with this new schedule because they're going to be prioritizing certain things and it's going to be, it's going to be more streamlined. And I like that. Yeah, I think so. But that's sort of an and, example um, on, on a large scale of like thinking a little bit forward on that sort of stuff. Another, uh, another channel that I saw had an update video recently that has made some big changes or are going to make some big changes is uh, Gerard the Completionist who we've talked about before Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned him earlier and I'll be honest his like most recent episodes of the Completionist I haven't really watched because I was feeling like those episodes were getting a lot samey sure Um, and I'm glad to hear that they're going to be doing a new format for the show for the new year and that's going to make it more exciting to watch. They're going to be trying different things, making it bigger and better. And that's like, I'm excited for that. And I think that's another way that like, here's a show that's been going on for like, I think three or four years. More than that. And <laughs> probably more than that. Yeah. It's yeah. been going on for a while and they're still going to be finding different ways to make it bigger and better. And right. I think that's important. Yeah. Because you know? ideas evolve and they don't, you know, stay the same. Right. Exactly. If we let them stagnate, and if we take that lazy way out, we absolutely can make the same video 3,000 times in a row and get away with it, right? 
Um, oh, absolutely. But eventually people are, are going to catch on and you creatively are going to feel like garbage and <laughs> are going to want to do something new. And thankfully, like, ideas can, can change and evolve. Channels can evolve. People can evolve in that amount of time. Uh, right. Comments that I, that I hate seeing the most are like, when I go on to a long-running channel and I read in the comment section and they're like, man, your work from 2012 or 2013 was so much better. Or I miss your <laughs> older videos or all this sort of stuff. And like, man, I, I feel for them, right? I feel for those channels that have, have changed so much as like human beings and, and people now to where like the kind of content an audience member falls in love with is subject to change in a couple of years. And we have to be okay yeah. with that and accepting of it even. And praise it more often than we do. Uh, because Definitely. oftentimes we shit on it a lot of the time and, and make channels feel like, no, go back to doing the same shit over and over again. Uh, make the video that I want over and over again. Like, <laughs> we're running these channels into the ground. Being a bad viewer is definitely part of the problem. Uh, oh, absolutely. And we can only blame that on, on the culture itself. And I hope we can improve off that later in later years. Like that example with the game grubs, I hope we can improve. Right. I, I see that a lot with, like, PewDiePie's fan base. Um, a lot of people are like, man, I wish I missed the old PewDiePie. I really wish I could get him back. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm so nope. glad you, like, grew up. Same. Because <laughs> I didn't like PewDiePie's content at all when I was, you know, when I was younger, when he was younger a few years ago. I, I just didn't like it. And so I'm so glad that he's like created the different kind content that he wants because it it's more exciting for me as a viewer as well. All right. And being in the content creator shoes that I am and still being a fan of all these other channels, I'm a lot more uh, open and accepting to, to new shit like that. And I'm typically a fan of it usually because it means there's something yeah. new I can learn from. There's something new I can pick up on from a channel that I've loved all these years later. And they're still like putting exactly. out some amazing shit, and that's really really cool. Uh, I love shit like that. Some long form legacy content all these years later is wonderful. For sure. And I'll bring up one more example um, that I think is interesting, and that's our that's our gaming channel. Lines on our gaming channel. Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be one of those things where, like, I don't expect the channel to get big in the next year. I don't even necessarily expect it to get big in the next two years, but the way that like all five of us are as we continue to grow our own channels and stuff like in the next five years, do I expect it to be like, you know, something that can grow a little bit more on its own from us, like bringing our audiences over and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. so like, I think we're going to get the opportunity to have a lot of change on this gaming channel. The fact that we have five personalities instead of one or two, I think is super interesting and that's going to give, you know, more variety for the audience. And I think it's going to help us make sure that we don't creatively stagnate and make sure that the channel doesn't stagnate. Right. Because that channel, too, was, was very much a, an escape from, you know, stagnating on our own channels, even. Yeah. Right? That channel <laughs> was born out of, like, let's do something fun with, with an idea that we've done on our own channels for several years now and stopped enjoying exactly let's take in and reinvent it into something new and unique and uh we've done that and that channel will probably continue to grow like you said and hopefully yeah. we can um help everybody out on that channel like big and and or small 
whoever shows up from that, I would I would like to think that Lions Honor Gaming could get to a big enough point to where we could support multiple people through it. Um, Agreed. Not just ourselves. <laughs> so. No, absolutely. That's why absolutely. I believe in that idea so much. Or part of the reason. Mm, me too. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. On well, that front. Well. I feel like I've said my piece about everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything else. This is a shorter episode, which is funny because we haven't done one of these in a while. Um, but unless you can of, think of something. I'm trying to think if like... Mm, oh, um, I did want to mention this as well. Is the reason mm-hmm. that I wanted to uh, pick this subject in particular is because typically around the new year, is when people, like, look back at their channels and decide to go in, like, some fresh and unique perspectives. Um, right. For 2019. And I encourage you all, if uh, you're going into this new year and you felt like you've done a lot of similar stuff and you feel like you're willing to try something new for 2019, then, you know, join with everybody else and, and, and try and reinvent yourself for 2019. See what you can do on your channel that you couldn't do last year. Challenge yourself to, I don't know, maybe make a video outside, play a game you've never checked out before, try out some weird food you've never tasted, uh, travel, uh, <laughs> you know, like 30 different billion ideas. Whatever idea that you've been like sitting on for a while and you thought, eh, I'm not at that point yet, like give it a shot. Um, mm-hmm. With this new year, a lot of people are going to be trying new shit. And if you feel like you're at a point where like, yeah, I'm ready to go too, try it. And I don't mean, like, buy a new camera or buy new expensive equipment. I mean, like, update your assets. Change your thumbnails. Right. Uh, clean your channel description, your about page. Try new content that's interesting to you. Collab with people who you never would have thought you would have been involved in. Try a podcast. Start streaming. There's a billion ways of going about this, of, like, reinventing yourself and trying something new. Um, and no matter what time of year it is, the people will say, do it in January. You know, because it's the start of the new year. If you're fucking listening to this in July and you want to try something new with your YouTube channel, go fucking head, man. You ain't got to wait any day of the week, any day of the year. If, whenever you're ready to make a change, that's when you do it. You know? Um, Absolutely. Um, we created Lions Art Gaming in August. Yeah. Um, I created uh, Your Everyday Nerd in October. The end of the year. Um, you created... Back to the video games, technically, in December. Yeah, the first episode. The first episode, yeah. So it's like, we've done a lot of different, you know, different stuff throughout the year. Um, Not necessarily just at the beginning. I I think that's a good, that's a good point. So I think it's important for every channel to, at some point or another, do a little bit of a spring cleaning. Whether it's on your YouTube channel or your social medias. Or, or your content, or your assets, or even your programs, right? Like, you could learn mm-hmm. how to use OBS this year. You could learn how to use Premiere, you know? There's a bunch of ways you could go about that. If, if you put your mind to it, and you actually want to challenge yourself, then write down a list of goals and fucking go for it. We made a li- we made a video all about, like, goal making and all that sort of stuff, and how to stick to them. Last year, yep. Yeah, last year. So if you want to give that a listen, you can. But I think doing that spring cleaning method, um, whether you're a big channel or a small channel, will help you kind of avoid the stagnation problem. And it will at least give you a good excuse while everybody else is doing it. 
um, top aboard. <laughs> it's January. Definitely. You're not making that much money anyway. It, it's very much a time to take risks <laughs> and do new things. You're fine. That, that is true. Uh, for people that don't know, the ad revenue on YouTube in January is a lot lower than it is, especially in December. December is like super high and then January is like super low. Um, if you're like us, who don't make money from directly from YouTube anymore, it don't really matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why we're at a point where like every month is a chance to do something new and weird and wacky. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And we typically do do that in all sorts of months throughout the year. We're not the same. Uh, beginning of 2018 as we were in 2017 content wise or people wise and it's because like we were willing to change almost everything from the ground up (laughs) yeah yeah there's been a there's been a lot of change in my life over the last year and a half I can tell you that for sure I can vouch for that (laughs) oh man um I think it would be interesting I just came up with this idea when you're talking about different ideas and stuff we could do an experimental episode of the podcast where we gave like a hundred different channel ideas or video ideas. That'd be weird. I think that could be interesting. Cool. I think it'd be weird, but I think it'd be interesting because there's so many people that are like, I don't know what to do on my channel. I don't know what ideas to have. And I, I think if we, we have a topic on like fi- figuring out ideas and inspiration and shit to talk about, but I think that could be super interesting. Yeah, we could give a little bit of examples and go from there. That'd be cool. Yeah. But um, I don't have anything else to add to this topic currently. I think I got everything that I wanted to talk about. I'm sure we mentioned some of this stuff in the burnout episode, but hopefully yeah. we were able to add a little bit to it today. And uh, hey, if this is the first episode you're listening to, then I'm sure you got a lot of new shit out of this, so. <laughs> exactly. Go listen to our other 32 episodes of the podcast. Exactly. You know? That's what I like to do is get people to watch my old shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Go to youtube.com slash Sabijan Games. I got about 1,500 Let's Play videos. I like the old Sabijan Games compared to boy, your everyday oh nerd. I Go hope back. somebody says that. Please tell me that. Cause... Go back to Let's Play and Dream Daddy. <laughs> What's up? What's not? You think there's someone out there that thinks like legitimately like, man, really missed the days he played Sonic <laughs> that one time. Well, see, here's the thing. Like the reason, one of the reasons Subijin Games died was because nobody was fucking watching. That's true. So I would hope that like nobody would complain about it dying because they weren't watching in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. No, I really don't care. That's yeah. that's how funny it is. That's why I'm glad I changed my content because I was getting tired of it. Yeah, that channel is a, other, is a prime example of stagnation over the years. Even a little bit of burnout. That's true. I think I think that I think some burnout had to do with that. What's the difference? Burnout. What's the difference between stagnation and burnout, you think? If you like had to define it. <sighs> I think burnout comes from making, from trying to make as much, trying to do as much as you can and then going further, trying to make every single video better and better and better, uh, keeping up with the trends. Usually the people that burn out are on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people who stagnate are on the, like the down and down. I think my definition of, and this is obviously super simple and they're, Definitely exceptions right. to this, but burnout is when you're 
trying too hard. And stagnation mm-hmm. is when you're not trying hard enough. I agree. It's yeah. it's like it's like two ends to the same sort of problem of like if you try too hard, you'll kill yourself. And if you don't try hard enough, you'll kill yourself. <laughs> Everything's <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> I think a lot of people that have stagnation um don't realize it because yeah. they're super comfortable. Or don't care. Like, man, you know, I'm making making this amount of money per month. I'm making this amount of views per month. The videos are coming out. There, everything is going well. Everything's successful. And I think when there's like no fires to put out, I think that's when you need to worry. <laughs> yeah, when everything's perfect and there's no like shit and, going down, that's when you need to be like, "Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready for the disaster." <laughs> and like, I think it also depends on like how happy you are with everything. Like, if you're being consistent and it's working and you don't think that your views are, everything's going to start going down soon, like, keep doing you. Congratulations. You've, like, figured out everything. Um, But I think a lot of people um, will realize that if they're super comfortable and nothing's changing, uh, then, especially in this kind of field, like, being a creator, being an entrepreneur, like... Being comfortable is, I think, a weakness and something that's, like, super scary. Mm-hmm. I think like if you're comfortable as a lawyer, then dope. Like, congratulations, you're making 100K a year and you're able to feed your kids with no problems. But, like, as a creator, that, that scares the shit out of me. I think part of the reason that, like, me, you, and a lot of other smaller creators sometimes don't deal with that issue of stagnation is if you're doing it right, hopefully you're still hungry, Right. Right. Hopefully there's still some fire inside you, right? Hungry people like me and Zach don't make videos that everybody has already seen and don't care about and aren't interesting, right? Because if, like, you're hungry and you have hustle and you have ambition and you're willing to grow, you don't put out samey shit, frankly. Uh, frequent, no. Right. You know? Like, right. smaller hungry channels aren't going to stagnate because they care too much about their stuff <laughs> to let that happen. Or, you know, they care about growing. Now, sure, those channels could end up having burnout uh, if they try, like, crazy hard and, like, kill themselves. But, like, you know, you're never going to see a smaller channel like me or Zach be like, yeah, I'm good with doing this forever. Uh, Let's wrap it up. (laughs) Because we don't have anything, right? There's, like, (laughs) you know, there's nothing we can rest our laurels on, right? There's nothing we can (laughs) hang our hat high on. We have nothing. (laughs) I think part of it is not having... Right. I think part of it is not having that success yet. Right. But I think another part of it is like, like I know exactly what type of videos to make to get like a bunch of views and keep on going. Like I could do that. I could go the Mr. Beast route and do these ridiculous, crazy videos. I could do the commentary route and give commentary on a bunch of shit. Like I know I could do that with no problem, but that's not what I want. That's not what I want to do. And there's still so much more out there that I want to do that I've got to like, you know, figure that stuff out first, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully that makes sense. I think I rambled a little bit, but hopefully that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, you got to you gotta figure out what you like doing and, and what you appreciate. And, right. And not resting on the worlds, you know, not feeling comfortable yeah. where you're at and being willing to uh, change stuff up. Hopefully not to the point of burnout, but I also don't want stagnation as well. Basically, this whole thing's a huge fucking balance in that it's an art, not a science. Everything can go wrong. Everything can go perfectly. 
We're just trying to somehow quantify it <laughs> in some fashion in an hour and 11 minute podcast about YouTube. So right. Hold on a second. Are you saying that YouTube isn't easy? Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I'm going to have to find another career. So it makes it hard to like give advice on these episodes <laughs> is everybody's case it is does. so different. Right? Right. Which Everybody is why has I their like, own unique problem. <laughs> yeah. Which is, again, why I like talking about our own personal experiences and journey through this, because we can't talk about everybody's journey, but we sure as hell can talk about ours. Yeah. So. And we've both gone through periods of stagnation like that before, and uh, I think are better for going or past it. So. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, are we ready to get in those comments? Comment time! Hey, you got a lot to catch well, up on, like two or three episodes. Um, we have two comments. <laughs> hey, that's better than none. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so if you guys want to leave comments, questions, suggestions, uh, death threats, we'll read them right here, live on the podcast. Yep. Every single week. You can do it on YouTube, Anchor, the other platforms. You can even email our boy Zach or read questions mm-hmm, that way. Mm-hmm. However you want to do it. We're, we're game. Um. Like I said, we do want to talk about like specifics and you know help you guys as much as possible. So if you have like a specific question, like feel free to ask it. We'll we'll talk about it right. You want to suggest a topic? We're game. <laughs> we need it. Or if you just want to we'll say take, hello, we'll read that too. Whatever. We'll take topics all day, every day. Yeah. All right. So we have two comments. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to read the patient one? Both from the same episode or. Two episodes uh, Yes, both from episode 32, 2018 year in review. We don't have any other new comments besides that one. Okie day. Uh, let's see. Um, the patient one does not show up for me unless I do newest first. I don't know why. All right, so patient's yeah, comment sometimes. was, she writes, so I typed out the whole Let's Go Pikachu Eevee essay. It was massive, and it took me ages to write, and the comment didn't publish. I legit want to punch something. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> well, okay. Well. Good thing that's old news now, and it's not trending, and we can't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, we've missed her, our boat, to talk about this. Thank you. Next. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, um, appreciate the your attempt. support, as always, patient, um, and the attempt. Um, maybe we're just going to... I just need to do a uh, Let's Go Pikachu Eevee standalone retrospective and have patient on it. And there you go. Yeah, just do an episode of this podcast, do. not about YouTube at all, but just talking about Let's Go Pikachu <laughs> Eevee. <laughs> well, I wasn't going that far, but you know what? It's 2019. Anything it's can happen. We need to try new things, all right? We need to shake the podcast up. Yeah. And that's how uh, we do it. Yeah, I think we should combine the Pokemon anime podcast that we want to do. With another YouTube podcast, what do you think? Now there's an idea. Yeah. There's an idea. I think that's... We're running out of comments, or we're running out of topics. I think that's I think that's where we'd go. Um, the other comment comes from That Cousin Show, and he just says, enjoyed this. Thanks. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We did have a patient um, comment from the last episode that we didn't read. Does it start with the great meme? Yes. Yeah, we read that. Did we? Yeah. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Because we didn't read it from the last two, if I recall. Because, I didn't go for it. Because this episode was published on December 30th. Maybe we didn't. So I don't think we Maybe I'm... Maybe we did. Go ahead and read it. If we've read this comment twice, I'm sorry, patient, but I want to I check all my 
Should all my things. Uh, she says, yes, the great meme is probably one of the best memes of 2018. Wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I no, think it's great. It's my favorite meme, actually. I think it's great. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, all right, keep mm. going. Uh, Premiere, as a viewer, is probably one of my favorite YouTube features. It's like a live stream that my internet can actually handle. Clearly, I don't have much <laughs> to say. Lamau. <laughs> and then she says, fuck's sake, I forgot about the Let's Go Pikachu Eevee comment. I will write that eventually. Question of the day. I'm excited to hear more quality meme discussion and hearing about your existential life crisis. Yes. Yay. We'll get more of that. I promise you. I think it's interesting that she likes the uh, the premiere feature because a lot of people that I've heard of as viewers do not like the premiere feature. I think, so most I think it's of, still kind of mixed. Most of the people in my community, I think, are pretty up on it for the most part. That's cool. So, I need to do it more. That's I might premiere a Back to the Video Games episode one time. I'll have to experiment. See how it turns out. Yeah. Just to see because you cool. never know, but that could be fun. Yeah. I think so, too. But I like it a good bit. And, uh, yeah, let's go Pikachu Eevee comment. We'll, we'll die forever, so. That's fine, that's fine. It doesn't matter. None for let's you. go Pikachu Eevee. Not even a good game, let's be honest. It ruined Pokemon for the it masses. It ruined everything. My life is over. Um, but, yeah, that's been, uh. All the comments. That's been the comments. Yeah. Thank you for writing them. And please feel free Thank you. to write more on all the platforms, email, YouTube, whatever. We'll read them and look for them. And if we miss them, I'm sorry, but I don't think we have. We're pretty on top. We gained two subscribers in the last couple of weeks. Yeet. That's pretty high. Um, and we're almost at 2,000 plays on uh, all the different podcast platforms. So that's really dope. Very much is kind of crazy. Agreed. Question of the gosh diggity dang day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What we got? <laughs> oh, snap. You just uh, put me on the spot. Yeah, I really did. I shimmied it too. Let me ask you. Okay. Let me ask you this question of the okay. day. As a creator, have you ever felt like that your channel was stagnating? Mm-hmm. And if so, what did you do to rectify it? Yeah. I'm sure everybody has their own little solutions. Maybe ones that we didn't even talk about on here. Yeah. And if you've never, like, felt stagnation, what do you think is a way that you could... What is something that you're doing to make sure that doesn't happen? Yeah, like, offer a solution. If you're, like, a viewer and you see a channel that's stagnating, like, what would you tell them? Tell them out. Yeah. Because, like, we're interested in all perspectives here, whether it's YouTube creators, viewers, commenters, internet personality, whoever. Yeah. Love to hear all that of what you exactly. got to say. Because your opinion matters. We'll read them Other question of the day. Are you supporting us financially on Anchor? Oops. And if not, why not? My hard drive. We got unplugged. <laughs> oh, really? This is not a good thing. Oh, no. I'm unprofessional. Is it going to mess up the episode? No, no, no. The recording's going to the desktop. Right, anyway. Leave this in, by the way. It's very important that you <laughs> Oh, good. That means I don't have to do any editing this episode. Yeah. Perfect. That's good. Um, do we want to go ahead and wrap it up? End it up? Uh, you were talking about sporting on Anchor or whatever. I didn't yeah, I was just making a joke. Fuck, it fell again. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Why is my computer not flat? Why has it got to have these stupid, weird angles at the top of it? They're not practical. Well. They're never well. practical. Everything falls off. It's not great. 
my headphones are connected back there, so my headphones bump into them. If I had to take my SD card out, that bumps into them. Like, nothing fucking works. What, uh, what computer is it? It's like this pre-built from, like, iBuyPower, but it has these, like, stupid curves at the top. Like, the top of it isn't flat. And, uh, there's, like, two USB 3 ports. Don't buy from there. There's two USB ports on, like, the top. So I gotta plug in my hard drive at the top. But because those, Uh. you know, it's not flat, it ends up falling off all the time. And I'm not a fan of it. I'm gonna be real with you. That's pretty epic. Thank you. I feel like you yeah. listened to that and it went out the other ear. <laughs> <laughs> I get that impression sometimes. No, I listen to it. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know exactly what you said. Hold on, let me rewind it right quick. And yeah, yeah. Nah. You want to edit that? You want to rewind? <laughs> All right, rewind. It's rewind time. All right, it's let's end it up. Time. Let's get it done. I've been Zach. And I've been Amy. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.